Previously on Those Were the Days. And I ain't gonna lie, I don't really love to cook that much. Well, not right now. Genghis Khan, Mongolian beef. Almost like something you would see the Swedish chef involved in. I need to buy a wok. Maybe two. I was microwaving a hot dog at 12. Then he starts taking the flour and he's like putting it in the guy's pockets. Mandarin pancakes, by the way. When he's telling you to stir fry, don't stir fry, stir fry. I want just a mountain of dumplings. Dang it, if I didn't believe I could cook after watching Yan. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. How y'all are? I guarantee it's time for Those Were the Days, the show where we are currently talking up the joys of cooking by taking a look at some of our favorite cooking shows from the past. Tonight, we're going to belly up to the bar with a storyteller who also happens to enjoy cooking in front of people. That's right, we're going way down to Louisiana to spend some time in the kitchen of the Cajun King, Justin Wilson. Uh, joining me tonight in the most 80s of 80s kitchens, I have look at the reach on this guy, Audie Norman. So, I'm going to tell you a little story that has nothing to do with anything we're about to talk about. So, a young man named Alan was driving his pick up truck down the road with a bunch of ducks in the back. He gets stopped by a police officer who informs Alan that he was speeding a bit. Then he asks him where he's going with all these ducks. Alan tells him he's not sure what to do with them. The officer responds helpfully, Look, the zoo is not that far from here. That's as good a place as any to take them. Alan kindly thanks the officer and drives off. Well, the next day, this officer sees Alan in his pigmuck truck again hurtling down the road. This time, all the ducks are back there wearing little duck-sized sunglasses. The officer pulls over Alan again and growls, I thought I told you to take those ducks to the zoo. Alan happily responds, oh, I did, but now they want to go down to the beach. That's the end of my story. Let's talk about some cooking. (laughs) This is wonderful. Making what might as well be an 85-mile journey from her stove to her table, Amy Frost. I I was going to do like a whole thing where I just like mumbled a lot. But I irritated myself even thinking about it, so I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the soothing baritone, not remotely mumbly voice of TV's Travis. Okay, so we have everything set up. The kitchen set is built. The cameras are there. The lights are ready. But Grandpa has wandered onto set telling <laughs> stories, and he just started cooking, and no one can stop him. We've tried, <laughs> but no one can. He just keeps going. Uh, so we're just going to turn the cameras on and go with it. (laughs) What Travis has just done is encapsulated everything that I learned about this show in one intro. We can hang it up. We can go home. There's no more purpose to be here. Uh, if this is your first time coming to Those Were the Days, welcome. We're happy to hear you listening. We think you've picked a good one. Uh, this month has been cooking shows. We've been... Uh, to marvelous places. We've been to Iron Chef, basically the WWE of cooking. We've been to Yan Can Cook, an actual chef of great talent, able to teach anybody anything. And now we're wandering into Steven's neck of the woods (laughs) with Justin Wilson's Easy Cooking. Now, Justin Wilson is a fella you might recognize, maybe not by name, but by look. Uh, Red suspenders, red bolo tie kind of jam, like a cowboy. 
sometimes, but he got old and it doesn't fit around his wrinkly neck quite as much in this particular episode. So he left it at home. Uh, but Justin Wilson is the Cajun cook. Louisiana, you'll his catchphrase, I guarantee. Uh, which he quite he uses a lot. Like you think that might be just gets a that Louisiana mileage. stereotype. Does he oh, yeah. like, get paid by the like he gets like a penny a time? Is that where we're I, just, at? I, I mean all I'm he, saying is that phrase was like a, a semicolon. Shot. Yeah. Don't <laughs> no, admit. don't take a shot. Because you will not make that... it through the twenty minute episode of watching no. him if you take a shot yeah. every time he says, I guarantee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prior guarantee. to this, I did think because I, I, I of course knew I guarantee, but I did think that it was Chef Paul Prudhomme. Mm. I, I, I completely uh, mixed the two up for that particular uh, hmm. particular okay. thing, which is weird. Yeah. Well, I want to start this show by first of all saying you're welcome uh, <laughs> for putting me through this <laughs> because. There's a few reasons that you're. I know you're thanking me for it, and one of those reasons is that I could have gone all the way back to the early days of Justin Wilson when he was a spry young man of like sixty. But no, <laughs> I chose no. the Justin Wilson who's basically nine hundred years old uh, to watch. A mere three years before the end of his life. <laughs> you, you know, hey, look, when nine hundred years old, you are look as good. You will not. <laughs> I mean. <That's> all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, but it's it's something, there's something to be said about a man who's willing to step in front of a camera, lay his cane on the kitchen counter behind him. Right. Uh-huh. And on get the counter. Just... Right. Just like Grandpa would. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, there's no difference in watching your grandpa in the kitchen and watching Justin Wilson on TV. He's going to do the same things with the food that you cringe mm-hmm. that your your grandpa does. <laughs> or your dad, if your dad's old enough, you look at him and you go, what on earth did he just do to that food? But then at the end of the day, you eat it, and everybody's happy. Um, so this episode is all about ch- uh, chili rice chicken a la Creole, which our friend Justin Wilson is quick to admit he invented chili rice. As yeah. in, he's the first man to ever put chili powder in rice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mexico invented. would like to have a word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has invented it. Uh, and then the chit Now, he was willing to say, chicken a la Creole was not his. But he does throw like that chili rice and put that in the pot with you. Get it boiling up. So anyway, let's let's get down to it. Who? Okay, I'm keeping a running count of how many times Stephen slides into Cajun. I, I can't help it. And uh, see, the the intro of the show was rough because I couldn't tell how much I wanted to commit to the bit. Uh, and I I was like, I can't. This is I'm not going to do it. But I will. I'll slide. Audio. I'll slide oh, I know. for you. Uh, Amy, did you have any relationship with uh, Easy Cooking prior to this no, episode? So, or him in general? No. So like I said, I had I had in my head that I guarantee was Paul Prudhomme. And mm-hmm. so like, but even that, like... I couldn't have told you about any like it was Cajun. I got that far, but no, this one, uh, this was this was pretty new for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet. How about you, Travis? <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't have a lot of background with Justin Wilson. The most I knew about him was that there there was a character in an episode of Good Eats that was a, a mashup of Paul Perdome and Justin Wilson. Um, he's kind of both of them put together a parody of them. But, like, I knew I guarantee, and I knew yep. the look. I knew the blue shirt and the mm-hmm. red suspenders. Um, that was it. 
I didn't watch a lot of it. Uh, I may have caught an episode here or there that like popped up, but it wasn't super high on my radar. Yeah. Uh, Adi, how about you? Well, I'm going to join the crowd of saying no. Not very familiar with <laughs> Like, he's one of those that, um, similar to Yankin Cook, I remember it being advertised on PBS growing up, but that's about it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I remember the I guarantee kind of thing. It's funny, the whole time he was cooking, I was like, this reminds me of every old man at the church that would cook for whatever thing <laughs> we had going on. Yep. With the same old, like, I will chop your arm off if you get near my pot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That yes. was good. That's a good rule though. Actually, I was pretty impressed by that. Like first of all, so the thing, the thing where he stuck his finger in the rice to measure the proportion of rice to water. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I learned how to cook Chinese food from um one of my mother's friends who grew up in Taiwan and that she taught me the same thing. I can't do it that way yeah. though. I have yeah, to measure I've it. Heard it doesn't that too. come out right. Can't that was it. the first I'd ever heard of that. And the first I'd ever heard he said, "Look at your neighbor. See that tip of their finger the same size as your finger. Same on everybody." You know, I and I was like, that. wait, what? Is Maybe. that a thing? Like, what is, is he spouting crazy Southern wisdom again? Which is not always real. Yeah, uh, it's basically really supposed great. to be sort of like the proportion between like your first knuckle and your second knuckle. And one is the rice and okay. then the mm-hmm. water. That's supposed no. to work. That's a pretty good rule. I like things like it's that. It's good, you know? right? You've always got your fingers yeah. until you don't. Yeah. Right. Um, if you got to work with knives, though. you know that's not always there. If I was cooking every day, good chance I'm going to be like, Justin, I don't have the ability to do that. By the way, I'd like to go ahead and reassure everyone named Justin that you can live to your old age. Uh, I've seen now seen an old man named Justin. Not like Josh. I've never met an old man named Josh. So You know, that's a really good point. You don't, you don't hear about or see a lot of really old Justins, do you? Yeah. Like, it, just, yeah. it just doesn't happen. They're always like right, forty which is or why younger. I'd like to. I want to let our Justins know that you know they've <laughs> got possible. a chance. There you go. You're not going to move very so quick well. by the time you get there, but you, you're going to get there. So I don't know how to break down this show other than in different, just maybe segments. I I don't even. Travis, you're really correct that he wanders onto set and just says. How y'all are, which I found that was endearing. very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that you can see me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, so, and he's now, been saying that for years. I guess mm-hmm. no one can convince me that this was a set. Like, right. like these, like the audience is definitely in his living room, like looking through the door. <laughs> like, like, there's no way. <laughs> That certainly speaks to the decoration of the set, though. Right? I mean, you like, felt like you yeah. could like... easily be in his double wide in, yeah. in Louisiana <laughs> enjoying whatever. Now, that was definitely a ranch home, if anything. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. Sure, sure, it's sure. ranch home all the way. Yeah. No yeah. basements in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, no. But it's, it's a ranch home, and he is happy because he ain't getting around very fast. If he's got stairs, yeah, it's like no that stairs. old lady in Gremlins. There's a there's a little wheelie roller chair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's it's similar. Like with this show, I don't have much of a relationship with it, and by not much of one, I mean zero. I've never watched it before. <laughs> but my brother-in-law Jacob uh, has mentioned Justin Wilson countless times whenever we're cooking. Like we're making po' boys, shrimp po' boys. Justin Wilson will come up. Mm-hmm stories of this. So I thought when cooking month, I'm just going to do Justin Wilson. Jacob talks about him all the time. And I need some, I need some foundation 
when he goes into his Justin Wilson, now I understand. <laughs> and I am mm-hmm. so happy I watched it. And, and not only that, 1998, I think, was when this aired. So mm-hmm. it's buttoning up against our, our limit. But I also got old like Justin Wilson. <laughs> yeah, 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 it didn't look like it, right? The production value of this puts it dead in 1983. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no later. Uh, but it's all, to me... The chicken a la creole is fine. Like, we all learned how to cook. We all learned how to dump chili powder into rice. Yeah. Uh, we all learned <laughs> that taking boiling chicken is gross, Justin Wilson. I don't know what boiled chicken you were eating. Is that y'all's experience of boiled chicken, or is that yeah. just a me thing? No. Like, nah. I would have, okay. I would have, he got the, like, because the chicken was already cooked before mm-hmm. he put it in with the Rotel mm-hmm. tomatoes. Right. And all of that. And, like, so that's my, like, nowadays, right? That's my, I'm going to get the rotisserie chicken from the deli. Exactly. And then I'm just mm-hmm. going to use that. And that'd be yeah. okay. I'll, but, yeah, boiled chicken yeah. is not. There There um, was some point early in our marriage where Julia did it something with boiled chicken or canned chicken. I was like, I can't do that again. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so, like, now when I'm cooking, I'll either do it in the pan or do it on the grill or get a rotisserie. Like, those yeah. are my three options mm-hmm. I'll do. Yeah, rotisserie yeah. chicken pre-cooked, fine. You could do that. Make that chicken a la Creole with that. Good. Don't boil mm-hmm. the chicken. Just that's like a one-way ticket to just flavorless meh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And when he, when he did bring the chicken out and he mentioned it had been boiled, pre-cooked, boiled, and he started chewing He chewed on it for a half an hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> he like, probably forgot to put mouth? his teeth in before the shoot. <laughs> Well, so here's the thing. My my father-in-law, before he passed away, he was very old, like 82, 83. I saw so much of him in Justin Wilson in the kitchen. Stephanie and I were watching it together, and, and she was as bewildered as I was at the whole thing. She's like, I feel like I'm watching Dad cook. Because uh, it was just this kind of telling stories, reaching miles for things. Uh-huh. Like... Gotta no one wanted frame. to make his job easy. Because no. <laughs> no. he had to wander from place to place. Like, everything and, was prepped it, for him and set out. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that he had to take four steps to get to anything. 90% <laughs> of this could have been fixed with a lazy Susan. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> just mm-hmm. put it on the counter. No just problem. a lazy Susan and a production assistant on the other side swapping things out. Because so he, he also needed he a something hand else on there. to rest on something as he's attempting to walk anywhere right to take any two steps i was like somebody hand it to him hand it to him (laughs) get a buddy help that man yeah uh he would reach so far for the spices and then like trimmer bringing the spices back to him and i'm like you are wonderful because you're older than dirt and you're doing the job and you are talking to people like if you were to sit me down in front of folks I would just, at that age, I would probably do the same. I'd just start talking to people and making my food, <laughs> making my breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making macaroni. What are you all doing? Uh, and that that really is part of the charm, I thought, yeah. from my experience watching it, was just, I just feel like I'm being told stories of how to cook things. And, I, you know, we've been watching some very pro cooks so far, like yeah. very pro and I think, to me, in my kitchen skill level, I learned a lot from Yan. I would watch Yan a million times. We talked about that last week. But I learned a little bit about cooking confidence from Justin Wilson, watching mm-hmm. him, in that 
He's he's basically teaching you through his that's a teaspoon, I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> uh by just saying, I got close enough. Don't yeah. sweat it. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. it in my hand. Cause Stephanie looked at it and she said, That way more than a tablespoon, buddy. You're <laughs> yeah. you're w- way more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, very, it was a heavy teaspoon. Yeah, Justin yeah. apparently is a favorite of Julia's, and she was like, "I learned how to do that from him." I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> You're like, now I know why the food tastes like it. Does. <laughs> I plead the fifth. It was uh, it, it was also fun to see. Like he had the recipe written out on uh-huh. the counter, and he was just mm-hmm. reading the recipe to you yeah. as yeah. he's trying yeah. to cook it. And like, okay. I can respect that. That's cool. That and then he would grab something like the onions, the the dried onions that mm-hmm. I guess got rehydrated, because he went yeah, to dump them the out water. and uh-huh. they just nothing happened. And he's like, I thought. So now he's got to you know, it's another fifteen minutes while he wanders back <laughs> over to get a spoon and come back to <laughs> scrape them out of there. And man, he made sure to scrape and get nothing yeah. else mm-hmm. out of that bowl, but he scraped mm-hmm. it. Um, speed. Oh, go ahead, Adi. I was just going to say, I loved how he smelled everything to make sure it was what it was. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the onions, all right. Yeah. The well, old factory is the last to go. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of scraping, one of the first things Stephanie brought up, we sat down to watch it, was how he loved that metal spoon on that metal pot right at the start. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> So I was like, I, just hang on. The the rice, his, all of his rice techniques were like A plus, and I was very into that. And I was like, yes, good. You do slap somebody's hand if they open the pot while the rice is cooking because you need mm-hmm. to steam it. He's like, mm-hmm. cut their arm off. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the best part is, so he gets the rice going right, and then he's like, all right, oh, we better, you know, it's gonna take. We we better start this. We better start this chicken. And then he breaks into the, into the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, and it of, made me think of grumpy old men and Burgess Meredith, where he yes. just started telling the story. <laughs> yes. And it's like, what? Yeah, Pop, what? What? Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, what happened? Oh, I, I just like that story. Like, he's just like in the middle of things. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, a story popped into his head about the his friend who went duck hunting with with the bank man and his dog yep. Fido, which by the way, Fido, P H I D E U X. Damn. Skippy. Fido. <laughs> I, I'm just glad you said bank man. Cause every time he kept saying, but I didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> you like that, you're, like, you're like, this house that we lend you that money for. That's the only way that I could put it together. I did catch that part. Cause he, you know, he, he, as, as I pieced it together, his friend wouldn't take anyone duck hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the bank, ma- I, I didn't get that that's what it was. But then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you like the this house I lent you that money for. And then I eventually put, and he's like, and he knew he was up to something. And I was like, I, I do- mm-hmm. what? <laughs> what? How? How does he know? What? We don't even know who he is. Know. What's going on? Like taking note. What? However, <laughs> however, I have met many of people that have told jokes exactly like that and it is it's a it's an endurance trial you got to make it through (laughs) Mm -hmm. but if you can if you can stay with it that punchline is good oh (laughs) yeah that was that was a payoff Uh, i never did get that dog to learn how to swim (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah if you some for some reason didn't watch this before you listen to us just go go to youtube (laughs) and and watch it it was just magic um the only problem with it being on youtube is we have no subtitles (laughs) which really would have come in handy 
There's no way to understand it. This is what I was going to get to is that Stephanie and I were sitting there watching. She kept going, wait, what did he say? What did he say? What did they say? And I could follow. I was picking up on it, but I grew up around my grandfather who wasn't too far. He wasn't Cajun. He was South Alabama, but it was about like this. You yeah. just And you do what I like to call verbal post-processing. Mm-hmm. You hear yes. it. And then you work out what was said. Yeah. Like, you're yep. always about two to three seconds behind everything coming into your <laughs> <Swag>. ears. <laughs> you're like, I need context. And it's amazing because I'm like, this fan probably has talked to people who don't have English as their first language. Oh, and yeah. it's just like, Lord, help them. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, like, what if someone from Eastern Europe lands in Baton Rouge? <laughs> just like, I'll go talk to people. No, you're not. Listen, no, he, you're not. When you're in that part of the country, English isn't necessarily your first language anyway. Like it is, yeah. it is that Creole and that Cajun, uh, in in like s- structured so weird. You do you do need to post process. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, also like yeah. a good old boy like that, you don't even have to say words. You're like, yeah, oh yeah, uh huh. I mean, no, no oh no, yeah. Uh-huh. Entire conversations can be held without a single word used. <laughs> mutterings and mumblings. And like, you know, context clues, and that's it. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and he made I've an entire he made a television show out of it. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember being at the gas station with my grandpa because it, it, my grandpa was one of those people that hung at the gas station. Sure. Uh, back when they were called service stations, mm-hmm. you just stand there, and I would ask them to buy me ice cream out of a little ice ice cream cooler thing. Nice. You know, they got filled up. Who knows when? Either potato chips and this cloud of smoke an inch thick mm-hmm. all up in there you know i don't know if my lungs are still in good health who knows but it was good <laughs> stuff but that's that's the kind of conversation you hear it's like i don't know what they're saying but they're mumbling at each other and that's they that's seem great to know. so that's they seem fine. to have a they seem to have a handle on it <laughs> uh but yeah, so as far as the cooking goes, there were a couple things I know I want to give Travis and Amy time to point out, because I didn't really think too much of it as I watched this man uh, throw a bunch of mint in here, or whatever he was dealing with. <laughs> Amy, what, what, what ground... I, I didn't understand what that ingredient was, because he went past it so fast. I, so, I'm like, wait, what did he say? There were a couple of times, right, because like, this is also not, like, I have a passing familiarity with cajun food um mm-hmm. and but you know and like like we said right this is clearly like this is like your dad or grandpa in the kitchen right so we're just making food and like he talked about with uh you know he said he said he invented chili rice when that was just you know it was what he had and they had to eat yeah fine great mm-hmm. like I, I get that all right so we're not we're not doing haute cuisine here we're just cooking fine <laughs> So, on one end of the spectrum, you have Iron Chef, and on the yeah. other end of the spectrum, you have Easy Cooking with Justin Wilson. Like in terms of yeah. ingredients and what they're making, let's give mm-hmm. Iron sure. Chef. Iron Chef, this week's ingredient is a can of Rotel tomatoes. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Wait, what?" Um, and so it—the first one I I kind of almost glossed over because he talked about how he used to he used to use celery, and. And he doesn't do that anymore because the flavor was overwhelming. <laughs> and I was like, pardon me? <laughs> like, See, when, pardon me w- now. Yeah. And when that my moment only... came up, I kind of heard that. And I sort of did like the my, the dog thing where my head cocked to one yeah. side. And like, <laughs> <laughs> now, he did say he was using dried vegetables. So yes. mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I kind of understand, like, because celery, like, there's celery salt, and, like, celery has, it does have a flavor when you concentrate it. So I was like, 
okay. I will let this go. So then when we get to the to the chicken, after we've put in um, the Cajun ketchup, which I thought that was pretty cute. That, that was pretty good. That, that <laughs> steak sauce. I was pretty happy about that. Um, and he talked about he used to put in a bay leaf because he loves bay. But the bay would be overwhelming. Okay. I mean, bay's not... Especially, we're not cooking for like twelve hours. Like we're also, not going to overdo it. Uh, also, honestly, go to a hundred people and ask them what bay tastes like, and none of them yeah. can tell you what it tastes mm-hmm. like because yeah. no one knows what oh, bay it actually tastes like. <laughs> Undertones. So he says, but it's overwhelming. So I don't use that anymore. I use mint instead. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm no yep. problem with using mint as as a as a flavoring as an ingredient in literally anything. I'm a big fan of the traditionally sweet used in savory. I put cloves in everything. But by saying <laughs> that the bay was overwhelming, so we're gonna use mint. <laughs> once once again we're on a spectrum here of bay is on one end and like mint is on the other end <laughs> mm-hmm. in terms of uh, intensity uh yeah that was the one yeah. where i was so i i kind of I, I developed a slight twitch for a minute i'm like okay Wait, what, what now why why for how so but. now right so now because because you tell me you're gonna put a bay leaf in this chicken thing with the rotel tomatoes and the onions and and the stuff they put in there, I was like, okay, all right. But then you're like mint, and I went, what? And so I can't, I I cannot conceive conceivably imagine what, like, because I you know I cook a lot, I eat a lot of different foods, right? So like usually when I'm watching, even if it's a food I haven't had before, when you're reading through the ingredients, you go, yeah, okay, no, I get how that works. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm not saying it won't yeah. work. I just. <laughs> I just it was beyond my comprehension. Yeah, I got to the point. <laughs> Almost I was like, as much as the dog story. I was like, okay, Miss Wilson, I don't think it's that Bay is bad. I think you just don't like it. I don't well, think yeah. so. Silly. No, you I said you, you do. don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there was there were a lot of decisions made uh, with the food. I mean, that being said, I want to eat it. You know, sure. I mean it. It looked it looked pretty great. Uh, one thing that did crack me up, because I, I mean, most of the food I ate growing up came from a can, you know, like mm-hmm. can, can of beans. We'll just, we could, we could do canned, we could make sausage, but we got a can of sausage, you know, with gravy, yeah. can of sausage sure, sure. gravy. I mean, that's just the way I grew up. That's the way we did it. So he's doing Rotel tomatoes and then like a handful of seeds, things and boiled chicken. I'm like, yes, this is familiar <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because boiling chicken's easy when you got children running around. Yeah. You throw it yeah. in there and forget. That's before we had instant. Well, I mean, we had pressure cookers, I guess. But, you know, you didn't have an air fryer for right. your chicken. I've mm-hmm. thrown a whole chicken in the air fryer and it came out amazing. It's like now my go-to chicken thighs in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm done. I got everything I need. You mean the chicken thighs? Uh, but you got the chicken thighs in there? That's oh, right. Yeah, that was the other story. Chicken thighs. That took me that entire story and then more to figure out what he was talking about. Yep. So yeah, at one point he's telling the story about him and his his Louisiana friend went to a, a place asked for two uh, two chick two ties and a wing at the chicken place. I want two ties and a wing, and the waitress said, "Excuse me, two ties and a wing." Ex- 
I don't understand. What? I want two what? ties and a wing. <laughs> and she looked at Justin and said, what's he trying to say? He wants two ties and a wing. And she said, I thought he was about to hit both of us. Because <laughs> uh, they were both from Louisiana. Uh-huh. Thighs. 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 I looked at Stephanie and went, yeah. thighs. <laughs> That's what he's saying. I did like the chicken. The mm-hmm. soft, yeah. The so- that was that was real nice. I did that like chick- that. We don't chicken a la creole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about how to speak, <laughs> and I also learned mm-hmm. it's like about reverse the kind of elocution. Grown- <laughs> yes, just just whatever makes a sound, make it not make a sound. Just just what I'm going a little bit. Just get on down now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nobody will know what you're talking about, but they'll all nod and agree because that's why <laughs> we're we're polite. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's how you get through talking to people like that. You go, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there go right. boys. They go, no, they go to my brother. And you're like, yeah. I sure. yeah. Yeah, they literally have lived that because <laughs> I, I was, I, I, when I was in my early 20s, I was in a relationship with somebody from Virginia. I visited her grandfather. I might have told this story before somewhere, but her grandfather I met, he looked and I'm not saying a little bit. He looked exactly like Roy Scheider. <laughs> but right. he had that kind of a draw. Couldn't understand mm-hmm. a thing the man said. So I would just, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the answer to everything. Because he would just, it, I might as well have been talking to Boomhauer. Like, it, <laughs> no clue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My dad used to do that to my friends because he's got an <laughs> Alabama drawl, and some of my some of my friends can't understand him better than other friends. I had this one particular friend, and my dad literally looked at him and said, "You guys love your ugly monkey face," <laughs> and he said, and my buddy was like, "Yeah, you guys say that he can't understand me." <laughs> yeah, that's how you no, test he him. can't. Yeah, that's how you get him. He just I've, insulted. Yeah. He laughed. I've I've worked in retail for like twenty years. And customer service, so you got to be more non-committal than that. You got to go, oh right, wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't, yeah. you can't agree. You just got to go, oh nope. wow. You don't agree, you don't yeah. disagree. You just like <gasps> neutral answer. Is yeah. that so? Yeah, because they're asking for a fifty percent discount because yeah. the retail tag on the shelf was different than the tag on the item. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you go, yeah, of course. And they're like, okay, and you're like, what? <laughs> Oh, that was a question. Oh. What? Well, huh? All right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so Justin Wilson, um, just a character. The thing we, we okay, so we watched through this whole thing. We get to <laughs> the point where he combines everything. He finally cooking shows. It. You know, he does the traditional. Oh, I just gonna make. I'm gonna let a chicken boil twenty five minutes. But I got some already fixed up over here. And he makes his journey from Hobbiton to Mordor uh, <laughs> to get the bowl. Take the no cellophane. Eagles to be found. <laughs> no, there are no eagles on this journey. If he was taking the ring, we'd still be reading <laughs> still about Still be him. waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he goes over there and gets his cellophane bowl of chicken and combines everything. And he just mixing. I mean, just mixing and stirring yeah. the whole thing. Like, it, it's nothing I don't feel I could handle if yeah. you put me down in front of this recipe. And he makes himself a little plate, tells everybody how delicious it's going to be. And then we end the episode by just sitting down at the table and eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, didn't have breakfast. He's like, I'm going to eat all this right now. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, Got to pour a little wine. So the best part was 
Um, now he did also say, if you wouldn't drink it, don't cook with it, and that mm-hmm. is yes. a very mm-hmm. good. That's a very important rule. And I, because mm-hmm. I have friends, like I'll cook with the good stuff, largely because I'm not gonna. If something needs like a, a tablespoon of brandy, I'm not gonna go buy an entire bottle of not great brandy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know have it just sit forever. Um, right. I'm just gonna use the good stuff, and if I run out of good stuff. Yes, and 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 it. So the wild part was right. So he's he's eaten, and then it like cuts to the end of the show, right? And then presumably, like I don't know if it was like a, a station ID or whatever used to be there, but then it goes back, and he's just eating, and then everyone starts to applaud again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's just mumbling to himself. Just, mm, so just, good, yeah, I guarantee. He's just applauding him, like him eating. And I yeah. do still picture them leaning in from the living room, looking through the door. Yeah. Oh, look, he's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, man, I'd be pretty tickled to be 83 years old and, you know, having people applaud that I've eaten. Like, yeah. I think this was really his plan for lunch that day. Oh, I'll just, it's, it's the, I'll just have lunch at the office. Yeah. But when your office yep. is a cooking show. And like, oh, just drop me off at the entrance. I'll just have lunch at the office this morning. <laughs> I'm gonna make it myself anyway, you know. Like, <laughs> Might as well. But he did say he was gonna share, you know, yeah. with the audience. We just never get to see that part. Right. I'm assuming if you hang around long enough, the four bowls of soup you can get out of whatever he made is is what you're gonna enjoy. Um, so I guess there's in this cooking show theme. There's not a whole lot of ground to cover. We've been through a lot of it. <laughs> so I guess at the end of the day. One of the first questions, did the recipe look good? Is it something you would be willing to try? I, um, Amy, let's, or yeah, Travis, let's start with you. I would try the chili rice because that's a very, it's not that far off from a lot of the stuff that I'll do to rice anyway, just to, to give it a little something. Throw a little chili powder in there, cook it up. I don't see a problem with that. Like, it's no different than getting rice aroni. Yeah. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. Probably tastes better than that. The chicken a la Creole, I want to try that dish, but maybe not exactly the way he made it. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm not, I try very hard not to be like, well, we can always make this better with better, you know, fresher ingredients and like go, oh, yeah, go yeah, super, yeah. super that way. But I'm not using boiled chicken. Um, that just no. ain't happening. And, uh, and I am going to put bay leaf in mine. Um, <laughs> and I probably won't use dried, but I will, I will take the time to cut up some fresh onions. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's just how Which it is, is that but. my dad still said, like, so this is the thing, right? I have no history with this show. My father says onion all of the time. <laughs> so, like, clearly, but, I mean, they also both worked in TV, my parents. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, it could have just even been something that, you know, they were watching when they were running the station or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, who knows? But. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those things you can pick up on because it's an easy word to mess with. It's like when your mom says, "Take the thing up to the garage," yeah. you know. Yeah, you know, like it's just a it's just a weird word, weird way to say a word. On yawns. But we my father in law used yeah. to say "bullets" instead of "bullets," you know, <laughs> just for fun. It was just a weird way to swing. Mm-hmm. I go and pick pick up some bullets. I was like, "What's a bullet? Bullets? <laughs> you put in a goon? Yep. You know, just to mess with you." Um, Adi, how about you? What do you think? Would you make this recipe? Yeah, I probably would. I'd go down to the K. Roger and get some ingredients for it. <laughs> like Travis, I'm I'm not boiling my chicken. 
that ain't happening. No. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I did end up making some jambalaya this past weekend. Um, and it felt kind of similar. Mm. So I was like, mm, yeah, I'll just try this. And yeah. It, you know, it felt, it felt a lot like that in separate parts. I was like, yeah, I'll just throw it all together. Sure. Sure. Amy, would you, would you make a, make this dish? Yeah. I mean, so I'm, I've, I've done a quick look at, uh, chicken a la creole here and um from my google search i'm gonna go ahead and say that he maybe did make this up i know he says he didn't but i'm looking at these (laughs) recipes and i'm going i think maybe he did because i'm doing the like all right well what's it what's it i I don't want to say supposed to be because that's yeah you know but like traditionally okay traditionally whatever you know what i mean and uh no, I'm pretty sure he made it. I'm pretty sure he didn't. He just admitted up. it, and he he doesn't remember <laughs> yeah. that, or he's the first person on record for making it. You know, I mean that's also yeah. that's also true. Um, but the, there are a couple other um, recipes for it that are essentially the same. They don't use the Rotel tomatoes; they just use plain diced tomatoes, and then they add. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple with uh, bell peppers in it that I feel like mm. would be a nice addition. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not that different. I I make, I I call it chicken cacciatore, but it is categorically not that. Um, but that's just <laughs> it was like I started with a recipe, but I didn't have everything, and so I just sort of started to wing it. But that's what it has now become called. Um, yeah. And it's not mm-hmm. that different from this. It's just a little yeah. more Italian than, you know, Creole, mm-hmm. Cajun. Yeah. I would I would totally make this thing. I think Rotel tomatoes and all. I might not use the whole tomatoes in a can that he no. used. Cause I think at one point he's like, "Oh, we just use a whole tomato." I'm like, why don't you just mm-hmm. get diced, diced already? Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of chunks. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's yeah, a certain ju- generation and a certain age in which chunks of food <laughs> is something that you want in your like. My my father in law, I don't bring him up a lot, but just because I saw a lot of him in Justin Wilson in the way they the way they cooked and the way they acted while in the kitchen, meandering from place to place <laughs> with no real seemingly no a, real purpose other than just to go over there for a second. Uh but he would I mean, on a hamburger, his onion was cut about half the size of or no, at least the size of the beef. Or more, like he would cut mm-hmm. a chunk of onion and a chunk of tomato, and like everything he served me after a certain point of his life was just you. It, you just you didn't you couldn't put the whole thing in your mouth. You were gonna bite it in half. <laughs> like it's tomatoes so, in soup, chunk of tomato. I will say this: the whole tomatoes canned like that, um, because I use uh, whole tomatoes when I make tomato sauce, and mm-hmm. I buy the can of whole tomatoes and then I crush them myself. Um, and I would, so I would do that because you just dump them yeah. into a bowl, use a potato masher or get in there with your hands and just crush them all up. Um, mm-hmm. and then w- when you, if you're going to cook it for a little while, they're going to fall apart anyway. Yeah. So I would do sure, that. Yeah. yeah. I just found a, I just found a slow cooker one. They use the whole tomatoes, oh. which yeah, like, yeah. Cause they're just going to break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll, they'll, nice. they'll, if they cook down, I'm good with it. Cause I, I'm not a big tomato mm-hmm. fan. Like. In general, but if they're if it's like a vegetable soup where the tomato is the base and it's not like a big character, you know, it's like okay, well, there's tomato juice and little tomatoes, but then there's other deliciousness all sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of good flavors. Anyway, I don't know anything about cooking, but I know I would make this <laughs> without that. I will say, you guys inspired me a lot. 
uh, and we're we're trying to post post Christmas budgeting in January means we eat at home a lot more than we were. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So we're eating a lot at home. So I'm having to invent more things. And the other day, I was like, I don't know what to make. And so I had to come up with something. And I chopped up potatoes into little wedges and put them in my air fryer. And we had homemade chips. And I am now like the savior of dinner for my son. He's like, these <laughs> chips are really good. We should have more of those chips you made. I'm like, I made something delicious. <laughs> so, they may be potato chips, but I did that on a whim with uh, no skill. I love that. That is amazing. That uh, makes me happy. And yeah, I'm with Amy. It makes me happy. Um, and see, yeah. I'm, now that you've done that, throw more stuff in next time. Get yeah. some different uh-huh. seasoning to play with it. I'm excited about it. I got it. I achieved, and now I'm excited. Excellent. So it's what cooking's about. Go ahead, Travis. You well, were I, saying. I did mention last week how I was going to buy wonton skins, wonton wrappers. And oh, I did. Yeah. And I made dumplings, and mm. uh, they were fantastic. They were hideous oh. to look at, but they tasted amazing, and I will make more of them. That's Isn't all that, that really great? matters. Like, yeah. I've, I've learned... I I know I might have said it last week, but I was most unsure about the cooking show category of this show that we're doing here uh, tonight. I had no idea what what it was going to be, and I have walked away the most enlightened uh, on what we've we've gotten to see and the, the joy of cooking that can be had if you just take some time to just think about what you want to make and put some love into mm-hmm. it, you know? And it might just be... Little chips. It might be a delicious Cajun chicken Creole dinner or chicken cacciatore. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Just put your heart into it, and there you go. And like anything, um, it's it's a skill you have to build up. Like, you can't just be sure. a great cook right away. You know, look at, yeah. a, look at the recipes, figure out the recipes you can do that you like, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that has been Justin Wilson, Easy Cooking. Does anybody have any final thoughts going into the show? Would you watch it again? <laughs> I I did watch some more uh, because the dog wanted to sit in the chair, so I put the episode back on, rewatched it, and then just kind of let YouTube run with more easy cooking. <laughs> uh, so he made some peach ice cream at one point or sherbet. Um, oh, there you go. Which like half that episode was just him loading ice into the ice cream maker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the noisiest episode ever. It the game really on was. his microphone. <laughs> Was off the charts. Nineteen ninety-eight. You guys, that's I know. the part that kills me. Yeah, he was ninety-eight. Uh, no, it was nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, what oh, I was saying. okay. And it was mm-hmm. just like really, mm-hmm. like yeah. I know that's like a while ago now, but surely, surely we could have Yo, done better. It's, you could hear his heart beating in his chest <laughs> in that microphone. Yeah, you could. Unbelievable. It's the, funny. The, the sound of that water boiling in the rice was. Every time uh-huh. he'd, go, he'd go past that pot and you'd just hear it like the <laughs> Doppler <laughs> effect of the And he kept saying boiling. he was going to do something with it and then he wouldn't do something with it. It's like, you just said you're going to do something with it. Why don't he you do that something? The, which I thought was cool the for the gas stove. The, the heat dissipator. The heat diffuser. I was like, oh, did he? He did find it underneath there. Oh, he, right. did not put like, the, he did not ever put the lid on the chicken creole he cooked, which he no, kept he saying not. he was going to do. And then he got That's busy right. trying to fix his own plate. It's like, you never put that lid on like you said you was going to do. <laughs> I just, I hope to be half as enjoyable mm. and entertaining at that age as he was. And I'll consider myself lucky. His Wikipedia page says he recorded several comedy albums. I want to listen yeah. to that and see what yeah, that's he like. Was, uh, 
So the, this kind of character that he became got started in his, he was like a safety engineer when he was younger and he would go around to plants telling, you know, doing that in the, in Louisiana. And he developed uh, and started telling these stories because he realized that he was putting his audience to sleep. <laughs> and so he wanted to start telling some more humorous stories and that's where that whole kind of persona came about. That's amazing. It's it, that kind of stuff is fast. Like we've heard about multiple folks who have had their career start by just doing weird stuff at their normal job, like Bob Newhart doing the phone game with his buddy yeah. Yeah. at their job to, that became his comedy thing. And now Justin Wilson's like, I just told stories at the, the plants that I would go to for safety inspection. And that, I mean, that's, that's cool mm. to me. Always be on the lookout for, Ways you can make your uh, your hobbies work for you, I guess, is what I'm learning from from these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me wonder if yeah, he's like Larry the Cable Guy, where that's like a whole shtick, and he goes home and is like, "Sure, man, Margaret, can you believe what I had to do today?" <laughs> <laughs> I said I gave her on tea like five times, and I think that was enough. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Like you got to use the catchphrase. Yeah. I got to be this mm-hmm. character for the next two hours. <laughs> I don't know. He if he if it's a character, he wears that thing well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I don't know how easy that is to fake uh, at, for as long as he did it. Well, Maybe yeah. it is. I don't. know. I mean, it may have started as a character and he just lived into it, and it's like can't turn sure. it off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, all I know is that I I could watch this again. I did try watching a couple of them to try to figure out what episode to do, but there's one about hamburgers and original grits or something that he did i don't know if he cooked the hamburger before he put it in the water and it was really weirding me out so I, i'm glad we picked chicken chili rice go look at that go look that up yes when you have some free time. gonna check that one out now yeah no because no he i'm pretty sure he just dumped raw hamburger into a pot of water and i'm just like this is the worst thing i've ever seen it's, it's boiled chicken's one thing boiled hamburger is a whole nother animal like, Ooh. I, it's such a generational thing. Now we just seal it in a vacuum everything. bag. Now we seal it in a vacuum bag and sous vide it and then sear it on the outside. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about something. That, that, yeah. That's the nah, way to do it. I literally didn't pick that episode because I was unsure if I could ever eat I'm what upset. he was making. I'm yeah. <laughs> just there's your bonus episode, everybody. Go yeah. go give that a look. Hamburgers and I can't remember what he called some kind of grit. I feel like that sounds kind of weird and good. No. I don't not want it. Peach ice cream would have been a much better thing. Uh, but anyway, we're going to leave Louisiana uh, and and head on to somewhere else next week. Amy is taking us on a journey. Amy, where are we going? Uh, so there have been like eight different segues into me telling you what we're going to do next week. And I am like frantically trying to decide which one I'm going to pick. Um, but <laughs> you you mentioned that he did the classic... Here's one I prepared earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also said that, you know, we, we talked about learning to cook and how you just got to do it. And a quote from an episode that I did not pick, but I did screen. It was like my backup episode. Um, was that uh, uh, my my chef rants against the awful American syndrome of fear of failure and defines the art of cooking as one, uh, one failure after another until you figure it out. We are going to the OG the French chef herself, Julia Child. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We're watching. All right. So it's season seven, episode four, To Roast a Chicken. 
Now, these are all available on the Roku channel for free. On there, it's listed under the 1971 season. It's a little weird to find, but that's to roast a chicken is the important part. To <laughs> roast a chicken. All right. I, it's a real good one, you guys. <laughs> it's real good. I, I'm going to dork out so hard because I, Julia is a huge hero of mine. Um, her, her house in Provence and France is an Airbnb now. And so you can go and they do like cooking events there. And so you can like go stay in her house, which I would love to do, except I could not cook in her chicken in her kitchen because she was six foot two and everything was built to her height. So I would not be able to reach anything in that kitchen. Uh, But I do. It's on my bucket list is to go to Julia's house in Provence. So I'm so Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I've never watched an episode of Julia Child. I'm very excited. So this is great because... I'm excited for us to, I'm excited, especially for you to watch, right? Because of a lot of things you've said about this episode, because Julia Child is one of those things you think you know, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was even to the point where when I was previewing the episodes, I've watched so many actresses portraying Julia Child that I'd kind of forgotten what actual Julia <laughs> was like. Um, so I'm excited for you to see what actual Julia is yeah. like. And this episode is a really good one. It's just roasting a chicken. We're just going to roast a chicken. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait. (sighs) Thank you, Amy, for picking that. That's going to be a great time. Also, uh, I don't know if we're ready to announce what options we have for the theme following Amy's episode. But what we will do is post that poll for you, uh, either on Twitter or if you get wind of, or in the show notes, check out the show notes and then email us or Get in touch with us however you choose. We're also mm-hmm. on Discord at twodorks.net slash Discord. Uh, we have a Those Were the Days channel in there. So join us. It's a bunch of good people in that Discord if that's if that's your thing. And we're there, um, too. Yeah, and believe it or not, <laughs> we hang out in there. I'm in there, like, all day because I sit at a computer all the time. So uh, it's, a good, it's a good place to go to chat with us and, and talk a little bit about the episodes, any classic TV stuff. I mean, it's... It's a great time. Here recently, Stephanie and I fired up Dick Van Dyke show over on uh, Amazon just because it's like we haven't watched one in a while. We should watch it. Sat around giggling, having the best time. Uh, Classic TV is wonderful, and this show is a gift. Um, But yeah, so that was it for Justin Wilson. Next week, Julia Child to roast a chicken. Watch that. That's your homework. Come back. Send us some feedback. Things you enjoyed about the episode, things you want to hear us talk about, about that episode in particular. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that at those were the days show at gmail.com or those days show on Twitter. Uh, so get on there, send us some feedback, talk to us, and we'll check that stuff out. Uh, and but for now, um, that's it for me, for Amy, for Audie, for Travis, and for Justin Wilson. I hope you had a good time, I guarantee. Uh, and we will see you next time on Those Were the Days. Untold you for truth.